Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 118. Damn. Uh, chapter three, right? <laughs> uh, chapter three of our foray, our dance into classic horror in the month of January. So we uh, have been going, uh, Katie and Emma, they came up with some like timeline so they they didn't start with the earliest earliest ones well cabinet was like the early that one of the, the earliest first one um but they did a little bit of jumping around because there were a few films in between but we kind of stuck with some universal ones like kind of the big ones if there was a yep. mount rushmore of classic universal like monsters yeah. it, it would be these yeah these and so these ones done by whale right <laughs> the docket of dudes per yeah. se yeah so uh we are now in 1932 Yippoo. and we uh this is our first look at the mummy and yes. so i didn't realize there were so many well iterations. they they did it first well yeah iterations of this character uh the emotep and the <clears throat> mummy and then princess so many different ways to say it in this movie, but Anuxuna Moon. Uh, there is no Jerry O'Connell in this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Would have made it a little bit better. But the the version from the 90s, the the mummy, I think it's 2001 actually. That movie, they pulled so much from this original, and I didn't realize that watching the remake. this. Yeah. Uh it's really good, and they pulled from a good movie. Uh it's it's very enjoyable to see. When they when good remakes pull the right things from movies, and it just works. Uh, I'm sad there were no scare beetles in this because that it would have been like I said. All the on his edit, ring, yeah, on his ring, and that was it. I was like, it's not moving. Yeah, right. Uh, so there's a couple of it things. It was the 30s in the 2000 <laughs> right? movie. Uh, it, it just would have made this cooler, but uh, well. I mean, 70 years of technological advances helped that Brendan Fraser version go a lot farther. True, 100% on that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's very exciting. And so uh, this is our second film with Boris Karloff. Karloff? Yeah, Karloff. 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 Boris Karloff. Uh, so we saw him as Frankenstein's monster, or just Frankenstein if you don't want to be that picky about it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. He's called Frankenstein in a lot of games and stuff when you play with him. But uh, Boris Karloff, he's amazing. He's got a face. He's scary. He's a creepy dude. Got the voice. And so we get to see him play Emotep, Ardith Bay, the murmur. So it's awesome to see him again. And so uh, we'll get into it. Uh, I had a good time with it. But I one thing I have to remember about these movies is that they're going to be like an hour and change. And what I think is scary isn't the same thing as people back in the 30s considered scary. Uh, but still, this was an enjoyable film from what I know happens in the future, in the 2000s. And so I had a great time with it, but I will say, wasn't that scary? Wasn't that creepy? But it looked awesome. And so uh, I thought that was a really cool, like the coolest thing of it. Uh, does anybody else have anything like, really to point out about the mummy because this was like my first time watching it like all the way through i've seen scenes especially with boris call like looking directly at the camera i remember those scenes but this is like the first time i saw it like all the way through 
this is the first time I've ever seen this movie at all, any part of it. And Same. I loved it. I've seen that Brendan Fraser one, like, I don't know, a million times, as many times as someone who was a teen and a young teen in 2001 <laughs> can have seen that fucking movie because it was on yep. all the time. Um, and I did not know that it was a remake at all. I assumed that it was its own story. Um, and it wasn't until years and years and years later that I learned that the mummy was like this ongoing horror franchise that has been around for a really long time. And this was my first time seeing the original film and I loved it. The cinematography, like it's all in black and white, but the things they were able to do with just the black and white and the lighting and stuff, like the visual effect that they did with all the like magic that was happening was fucking great in this film. Like as I was watching this, the whole time I was watching this, I just, my mind just kept exploding because it was like, this happened in 1932. Like, yeah, we're talking straight up middle of the depression. Like Hitler is about to become Fuhrer of Germany. Like how the fuck did they pull any of this off? And like, my mind was just continuous explosions because I couldn't fathom how the fuck they were able to produce such an incredible movie at a time where basically the whole world was like kind of falling apart <laughs> like incredible i kept trying to watch this while i was eating my lunch and then i kept forgetting that i had lunch there <laughs> because i was like what the f- how the fuck did they what's on his face yeah ew he's like sand i was i was literally like minute by minute the exact same way i was just mesmerized by it all it was great uh the one thing that did creep me out in a not scary movie kind of way was how thin miss helen grosvenor or however you say your last name yeah jesus christ when it zoomed in on her face i was like okay stewie you have the biggest head in the entire world and your body is like two inches yeah like how and why though eating disorders great eating disorders as like we talked about in a white christmas Mm -hmm. with the girl from white christmas like it was very similar i was reading about uh i'm not sure if it was the girl from the mummy but it was the girl from another movie we're gonna watch soon and yeah they had to keep stopping like in the middle of filming to remind her to eat and to make sure that she ate because she kept looking faint like she was going to fall over because she wasn't eating not to mention at this time in the 30s they're all wearing like absurd corsets to cinch them in so they look stick thin so it's like on top of the fact that they're not probably starving themselves so they can be the ideal beauty just in case any of you were wondering, the ideal beauty vision has been around for a long ass time. Yep. And it needs to go away. Yep. It's, I, I think it's changing. I mean, I remember like what the 90s, probably the 80s, like big old boobies was like the thing. And then like little by little, big old butts is the thing. So it, it's, it's changing. And what people think is like the ideal body, I like to think that, you know, 
it's changing. Yeah, but notice that in both of those examples, the waist is still tiny. Yep. Like, yes, she has a big ass, but her waist is a double zero. Or yes, her boobs <laughs> yeah. are huge, but her waist is a double zero. That's the fucking problem. It, it's yep. Who cares if you have big tits or big boobs? Like, are you eating enough for your body to function properly? Because right <laughs> disorders, and that's throughout history. Like, little girls are killing themselves because they don't look like fucking supermodels and. It's bullshit because all of that shit's yep. photoshopped. Like nobody's actually, none of those people are actually a size zero. Like they're starving no. themselves and then they're fixed with Photoshop. So it's just like. It's beautiful. It's Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> yes. So mommy's dead things and finding under the dirt. Right. <laughs> okay. So, like always, we will get into the story of the mummy. Go through it. Uh, I didn't realize, but this story is pretty cut and dry. Like, it, yeah, there wasn't a lot to it. Uh, but a lot of things happened. But there's not that many different scenes to it. It, it was kind of odd when I sat down and tried to like chop it up to to work it out. But no, it, it was kind of different. But it's a love story. Yeah, it usually with a is. horror background. They usually are. So uh, in 1921, uh, it's an archaeological, I can't these fucking words, after seven letters, man, it gets all goofy, expedition right. <laughs> uh, led by Joseph, was it Wimple? Wimple. Yes. Uh, finds, <laughs> finds a mummy, high priestess named Emotep. And so like always, uh, they read the outside of the sarcophagus and they're like, oh, it's a curse. And there's all these scary things. It's like, you know, he was wrapped up like a mummy, but he's buried alive, and there's all these scary things. Maybe we shouldn't open this like little box that was in the casket with him. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. We I'm not scared of curses. I'm opening Mr. it. Mr. Doctor of the Occult saying, no, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they open it. Uh, and good old Ralph Norton, the assistant, uh, he opens it and he sees a scroll, scroll of Toth. Toth? Can't remember. Toth. Toth. Thoth? Thoth. 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 <laughs> it's like if Mike Tyson said sauce. Thoth. 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 You got to yes. take your out when you Thoth. say it. Yes. Um, so like always, like in just about any scary movie that I can think of, Evil Dead, Cabin in the Woods, there's always some words you have to read before the scary thing gets going. And so good old Ralph. We'll talk about Ralph later when we talk about different things. But uh, good old Ralph reads this scroll. And uh, he translates the symbols and reads the words aloud. And Emotep wakes up. And so uh, probably one of the coolest parts of the movie, just Boris Karloff looking scary and all dusty and stuff. It was awesome. It was a really cool look. And so uh, the sight of this mummy, which would, yeah, it scared the fuck out of me. But old Ralph, man, he lost his absolute mind. He went nuts. And he starts to just laugh hysterically. And he's just—he never laughs. He literally dies laughing. Yeah, he lost his absolute mind. And so the mummy grabs a scroll and he scoots on off because he's like, "I got things to do." And so ten years go by, and so Emotep, he is uh, has an alias named Ardith Bay, and so he is a man in Egypt. 
Yes, but no, I was saying he was funding um, another dig because he was looking for the uh, this other sarcophagus. Yeah. And it has his girlfriend, or well, I guess, yeah, they were together. Yeah, his girlfriend. Uh, Princess Anuxunamun. And so, hey, it was Rachel Lee in the other version. Uh, but they're looking for that. And so, because he wants to use that scroll to bring her back. And mm-hmm. so, while this is happening and him using his powers, there are, there's a lady in present time that is the reincarnation of Nuxuna Moon. And then she's starting to act weird and get drawn to. No, oh, she's an ancestor. Oh, I thought it was just a reincarnation. No, she's an ancestor and he wants to use, he hypnotizes her because he wants to use her body to put his girlfriend's soul into. Okay. Vice versa. Vice versa. Her body is to become the same body with Anuk's soul. Like her soul was Anuk's soul because of like the, cause he said your soul has been reborn for many generations. Yeah. It's, it, it's a lot something <laughs> like that yeah, yeah. and so I, I assume that's i mean just like in the body swap 2001 mummy i assumed the same thing it's like it's like oh yeah. you're my girlfriend but you don't know it but she's in there right. and i gotta I'm kill you. you yeah i gotta kill you to get it out uh we get some pretty sweet ass like flashbacks when they look into like this murky like foggy water later on because she is constantly drawn to emotep and oh man, it, it it's it's crazy for like a horror movie. It's so so different yeah, for the time. She's battling the the two different like consciousness that is in her head. And so later on, uh, Joseph, the the guy that led the first expedition ten years before this, his son Frank and then Professor Pearson are two of the guys. And so they are trying to like wrap their heads around this because they meet Ardith Bay. And they feel like something's happening because things are starting to disappear in the museum. And then there's dead bodies everywhere. People are just dying close to the museum and stuff. And so they kind of piece two and two together at Ardith Bay. Uh, there is something wrong with him. He is not a good person. And so there's lots of fights, lots of heart attacks. <laughs> uh, people called the Nubians that uh, are cool bodyguards for people i heard the newbie and i was like oh god uh (laughs) yeah so uh toward the end helen helen's her name uh helen is rescued when she remembers her like past life reincarnated life and she prays to isis goddess isis to save her she's like please help me because i don't want to die here and so this statue so back in the day when emotep the reason he got buried alive is because the princess died and he stole the scroll to bring her back. And so right when he did it, the statue like raises its arm and he scoots the fuck off before it could do anything else. And so the statue of Isis raises its arm and this flash goes off and the scroll of, of tooth catches on fire. Toth. 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 Like snakes. So uh, this breaks the spell that gave him immortality. And so it causes him to crumble to dust. Uh, in a lot of these 
movies, the 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 villain, the bad guy, the monster, they usually go down pretty quick. And I guess it's mm-hmm. reasonable part of it because you know it's not like movies now where you got to <clears throat> blow the head off and and then separate the pieces of the body and then they'll still come back one more time. Uh, it's just no, that scroll is a thing. It's almost ironic. Because they make it look indestructible and like immortal and you can't destroy it. But then you find it's one fucking weakness and it's like, yeah. Oh, there it went. Yep. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's the end. So Helen comes back to the world of the living and then the scroll is burning and that's it. Like the end. The mummy's gone. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. (laughs) Today. Uh, (laughs) There are other mummy films and stuff uh this idea does not go away because people were like this was amazing it was different from just about anything that we've seen at this point like like egyptian monsters that's awesome like it's really cool so uh it's great it looks awesome and it moves by really quick it's like what 70 minutes so you're not Mm -hmm. i mean it's like three episodes of letter kenny just just watch it you'll get through it real quick so, yeah. uh, what was everybody's favorite character in The Mummy? Um, so, my favorite character was Helen. I think that the actress uh, Zita Johan did an incredible job portraying the two different consciousnesses that were inside of her. Um, she did a great job at being just her regular character, Helen. And then um, when Imhotep would cast his spell on her or call to her... Um, as Anaxanuman would be fucking great. Like it was, she was so good. And her, she was really the only person that I felt in this film that showed a range of emotion. Everyone else had, was just like, Emotep was just like, I, I am Emotep and I want girl and that's my girl. And then Frank was just like, I am Frank and I'm horny for Helen. Like that's his only thing. <laughs> and like every dude, every other person in this movie was just like, nah, this is my character. But Helen was all over the place. Like, yeah, he was great. I loved her a lot. Uh, Emma. I would have to agree with Helen. Um, just, I mean, not to piggyback literally on everything you just said, but um, to piggyback literally on everything you just said, um, that. But honorable mention to Emotep because it was kind of funny the way that he was so stagnant. Like it illustrated his position of power in a way that he was just so statuesque but also that he's been dead for a fucking long ass time. And he's just this walking piece of cardboard that's like, hey, I played Frankenstein once. Want some dust? (laughs) Like that was pretty much it. But I thought it worked well for his character. And absolutely. Shout out to the camera guy who got him to stare into the camera and straight into my nightmares for the remainder of my life. This movie is not scary in the slightest, except for those eyeballs when somebody flipped a flashlight on them and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm joining Emma's like train of thought, uh, well, honorable train of thought. Uh, Emotep was cool. Like sure, he 
you could tell instantly. Like if some creepy guy came in to my office and was like, I know where you should dig to find cool stuff. You like cool <laughs> stuff. I'm like, yeah, you creepy. Why you like this? And he's like, don't touch me. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't shake your hand. He's like, I don't, I don't like, to be I don't like being touched. But here, I mean... dig right here. You'll find everything that you deserve. I'm like, oh my god, you said that. Okay, but that's just like There's a piece of the pot. Okay, right. but the like, I don't want to be touched thing. Like, that's personal boundaries and personal space, and everyone needs to respect yep. everybody else's fucking personal space. If I oh, say yeah. I don't want to be fucking touched, don't fucking touch me, bitch. Like, you gonna yarp? Like, no means no. Get back the fuck up. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Tap is really cool. I had a good time with him, and like I said, Boris Karloff, he can really do no wrong it's probably some movies he did do wrong but i enjoyed it it was really cool he was really good uh so i'll go into my least favorite i'm gonna go with old crazy old ralph uh <laughs> the the fucking crazy old ralph <laughs> always here for some laughs yeah so uh ralph you know there's always somebody in these movies that has to read the line has to open the book has to Fuck take a up. step into the hospital they've got to make the mistake so that that's yeah. a plot yeah and ralph i just didn't understand it like i said if i saw a mummy i'd freak out i can't see that i would laugh until i died but like i said it's just i don't he know he was laughing because the curse was real and everything he believed in prior to that about like curses not being real and it just being shit that somebody wrote down was his basically his whole life was a lie everything he had studied was a lie and then he couldn't find the words to describe what had happened accurately so like it was like a nervous laughter that just ended up being crazy like turning crazy because what else could he do at that point like yeah i'm not gonna lie i couldn't stop laughing also though because he literally said he decided to go for a walk and I was like, you just fucking said the cheesiest joke ever. And I'm not mad about it. it. I loved it. Yeah. So, uh, Emma, who's your least favorite? Frank. He was a fucking asshole. He straight up looked at her, fainted on the ground and was like, oh, my God. And then took her inside and was like, I fell in love with this dead thing I held once. You look like her. Now I'm gonna put it in you. And I was like, oh, that is so much. And she was literally like, wow, I think I've had all the excitement I can take for one night. Like literally that was her fucking words. And I'm like, you're still two inches from her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Yep. Uh, Not a fan. Spirit character was also Frank cause he was rapey as fuck. Like, so much dude did not understand boundaries and he came on stronger than any man should ever have come on to any woman in the history of people like he he <laughs> came on stronger than a shot of morphine let's be real like yeah he like no. he like saw her from across the room and was like all right i'm boning her like immediately and he was like let me get in this bitch's you. face and tell her that i'm gonna bone her tonight like <laughs> let me let me let you know we boning we we're together now and she was just like bruh like i'm good i'm going <gasps> he was just like no i love you <laughs> what the fuck dude like oh i love you so Still, no you don't we just met 
right? We just met. I know we've only known each other for a short time. Right? Like two minutes. Right? Proper introductions. Slow the fuck down, Prince Hans. It's all right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's do seven word synopsis. I'm being weird. I'm not sick or anything, or I'm like a weird doppelganger, but I actually did one that was kind of reasonable for once in my life. How do you feel about broccoli? <laughs> it's fucking gross. And if you okay. like it, you're a communist. Okay, just had to make sure. Just had to do the fucking the doppelganger check. Okay, uh, so mine is Boris Karloff is perfect being horror icons. I could see him do yes. just about anything. He's creepy and scary and lanky. I guess he couldn't play a good Chucky because he's way too tall. He'd do a good voice, though. He's got that deep voice. Uh, That'd be creepy as fuck coming from a doll. True. That's true. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> if I was holding the fucking doll and it was Boris Kallar's voice, I'm just going to kick it across the room and run. <laughs> like, this is indeed a disturbing universe. It's not even going to finish the sentence. This is indeed a I'm, disturbing It's already universe. gone. It's already <laughs> across the room. We're like, I don't like that. Bye. <laughs> nope. Okay, uh, uh, Katie. <laughs> okay. Um, Imhotep was the original ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this dude was head over heels. He was just like Frank, honestly, but for his old girl in ancient Egypt, like he went so far as to, well, he like desecrated her grave trying to bring her back from the dead and then fucking got himself buried alive because he desecrated like it was the fucking most um (laughs) he was legit ride or die and then my second one is frank came on too strong girl run (laughs) yeah like there were so many fucking trigger warnings like of this situation and i understand that the 30s were different but the way he came on to her was just so uncomfortable. I was like, girl, you need to get out of there. Like, this man's going to rape you. He's going to do harm to you. You need to leave. And yeah, I was just like anxious the whole time for her. Like, please don't do anything weird. Professor Guy, please don't. <laughs> His name's Professor Guy. <laughs> Professor Guy. Yes. <laughs> you about to lose your job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, Emma. Okay, I have a few. Um, Doc says no, but sure, why not? <laughs> yep. And then have to open graves to find girls. I thought that was the funniest fucking line when he was like in Helen's face, telling her that she looks like this dead girl, and she goes, "Do you often have to dig up graves to find your girls?" And I was like. <sighs> Yeah, she roasted him on the spot. And then no means no, Mr. Creepy fucking Frank. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then my uh, my alliterative desert dig divulges distant dead doppelganger drama. Yep. I like it. Yeah, it was a lot. So with these old-timey films, uh, it gets a little hard to work out like how much money it made and stuff i looked around for a couple of seconds i guess i gotta look a little bit harder but i didn't want to um <laughs> so i have a budget for the mummy but no box office and i checked out the reception of the world about it 
and a lot of people liked it and obviously they kept making movies but i like in the 10 seconds i tried looking around i could not find a box office katie's gonna look real quick so if she finds one then i'll just be part of the box office guest got it you got it all right so the budget what do you did you see the budget no okay sweet what do you think the budget for the mummy was katie Oh fuck. Um we we've been doing this 117 times. I know that, but we haven't been doing the ones from the fucking 30s 127 times. Okay? We did Frankenstein. Yes, we did do Frankenstein and I don't remember how much that movie cost. So I'm going to guess 10 million dollars. Okay. The budget was 200,000 for Frankenstein. Oh, well see, I don't you got me all fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> I go with then uh four hundred thousand. Four hundred. Emma. <laughs> I'm gonna say one point five dollar reduce. Damn. <laughs> uh, the budget for the mummy was one hundred and ninety-six thousand dollars. It cost less to do this movie than Frankenstein. I mean, there's not that many scenes. Frankenstein literally takes place in his fucking like little tube of a tower. Uh, he was at the lake when he threw the girl in. Yeah, he walked by a lake and yeeted a girl in there, and then that was it. <laughs> he just kept walking. And then they, I guess they did walk through that town. He but walked like, by through. And but this one took place in several different places. There was like the museum. There was old girl's house where Frank just kept like passing out. There was, I don't even know. I don't know. Baby. Egypt. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> How much do you think this movie made in the box office, Emma? $750,000. Okay. Give me, give me $2 dues. Okay. Both of you went over. Actual retail price, $370,000. Okay. If it was adjusted <laughs> roughly, um, so this is to $2,016, so relatively close, only like a handful of years off, this movie would have made $24 million. So quite a bit. And you were saying that it, this, the Great Depression is happening, right? Yes. So oh, yeah. this was three years after the stock market crash. Okay, so I'm like, thinking that Frankenstein. We're Great Depression. <laughs> We have not entered the was war. war hasn't started yet. November 21st, 31, yeah. and this one's December. So a year later. So I'm thinking both- Frankenstein probably boogied out of there doing pretty good. It hit 12 million. So Frankenstein was like, I don't know the years of the depression, but maybe in 31, lasted- it wasn't as rough. Mm-mm. The depression lasted all the way into the war. Well, the war is yeah. what dug us out of the depression. Well, uh, and the whole rest of the world. More people wanted to watch Frankenstein, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why, but well, it was a year earlier, so people yeah. were probably probably still had money yeah. saved up or whatever, like that they hadn't. Yeah, blown this depression won't go things. that long. Fuck it, let's watch Frankenstein. The stock market will recover. It'll be okay. <laughs> One year later, fuck it. I'm not watching the mummy. I yeah. got seven cents to my name. The narrator. <laughs> It did not. <laughs> yeah, either we watch the mummy or we buy onions to eat for the next week. What do you want, son? Onions. Yeah. Mom, please. The onions. 
Ogres are like onions. Yeah. Ogres have layers. Onions have layers. Got it? Yeah. Oh, you leave them out in the sun too long, they start sprouting little white hairs. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you say parfait? Everybody love parfait. Yeah, parfait so or cake. Yeah. I like cake. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anybody We're gonna need do Shrek someday? Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Does anybody else have anything to say about the mummy? Go watch this fucking movie. Seriously, it was amazing. Seriously, it's free on YouTube right now. Like, go check it out. It's so good. This 1930, like, it'll blow your mind that this shit's from the 30s. Like, to think yeah. about this being 90 years ago at this point is fucking insane. Yeah, that's insane. Pretty wild. It looks great. I, my brain, like, cannot comprehend some of the stuff that they were able to do and how they did it in 1930 like i don't understand how they got the how they did the credits of this film because the background behind the credits is like moving it's like a like an animation almost and then they have the names coming on top of it and i don't know how they did that without computers like i my brain doesn't work to how you would do that with regular cameras yeah it's a lot more work but how how are they doing those that beautiful typeface they don't have computers they barely have typewriters and even then typewriters aren't doing like calligraphy yeah, like you those can animate work. a lot of stuff and do it just like the scroll from the star wars movies and uh, i don't know when they stopped doing it but it was just a fucking scroll that someone pulled and they had to keep it steady and so it wasn't j- jarring and moving the newer movies it's just computer because it's no one wants to pull a fucking technology. scroll anymore. That's like, technology, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, John, who's gonna pull the scroll? Nobody. No, but, the, do but the way, but the way that this was done, the way that these credits roll is they fade in and out of each other, and I don't understand how they did the fucking fade. I don't know. Ask Boris like, Karloff's ghost. You probably know. I'm not. I'm not getting. Home. Yeah. Thank right. Ghost. Yeah. Thank you. So we'll <laughs> never knew. <laughs> There's probably some commentary we about it. Whale. We gotta talk to the director. Because that dude did everything. Yes, he did. So, if this is your first episode, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, It's a good one. Uh, All these classic horror movies are really fun to listen to. So, thank you for listening. Hey, there's 117 other episodes you can check out. And hundreds of other episodes in Allentown Presents that we do here. We do this stuff a lot. lot. Uh, If you've been here since the beginning. What up, Guido? Um, Thank you for listening. This is really 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 fun and if you have any other cool mummy fun facts like that show mummies alive if you drove just put that put a clip of that intro song for mummies alive it was a really cool cartoon from my history Uh, I'm going to keep doing that because I put in uh, in one of the Muppet episodes, I put in the Knights of the King Arthur Knights in there. So we're going to get sued. I don't care. So yeah. if you, you want <laughs> yeah, we're going to sue you for, for 90% of what you own. So a fucking cookie, have fun. Yeah. So they're like, give me that cookie. <laughs> oh, my cookie. We have nothing. <laughs> my so cookie. Don't sue us. <laughs> so uh if you want to tweet us anything, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. 
it was like you were saying it and then you like slowed down i was like fuck i did it too early and then i just you went, spun, <laughs> i just spun a little bit longer um like i said we love doing this and so for katie and for emma and sleepy old micah we love doing this and thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week with another scary movie to review classic, classic scary movie to review okay bye guys bye <laughs> Oops. <laughs>